This is Moments of Hope brought to you by the Missionary Church Association in Jamaica. I am your host, Marja Elaine Francis, welcoming you to the program. Good morning, listeners. I stop by to remind you today, regardless of the challenges you may be experiencing personally, it is only temporary. You can get through this. According to the World Health Organization, more than 700,000 people die by suicide every year. Furthermore, for each suicide, there are more than 20 suicide attempts. Suicides are preventable. Yes, we know they have effects, ripple effects on the families, on friends and colleagues. And we would have heard in recent news of persons of different age group who have completed suicide. And we're saddened as a result of it. But I want for you to know today that everyone can help prevent suicide by learning the warning signs, promoting prevention, and just seeing how we can be our brother's keeper to look out for the interest of someone. Today's feature is Suicide Prevention, Let's Save Another Life. My guest is Dr. Donovan Thomas, is founder and president of Choose Life International and national representative of National Association of Suicide Prevention. He will share with us what is suicide, signs to look for, and where persons can get help. And of course, he'll tell us a bit about Choose Life International. Dr. Thomas, welcome. Hi, Marjolaine. Thank you so much for having me. It is good to have you. We're talking about life today with suicide prevention because we want to focus on life. Our life is precious to God, the one who created us in his image and likeness. In Psalm 139, verse 13 to 14, the psalmist declares, for you formed my inmost being, you knit me together in my mother's womb. I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works and I know it very well. As we focus on suicide prevention today, I'd love for you to share with our listeners, how would you define suicide prevention? You know, suicide, simply put, is the act or instance of taking one's own life deliberately. Yes, the act or instance of taking one's own life deliberately. So somebody sets out to and goes through with the act. Simply put, and now we have heard so many instances where persons complete the act and persons are like, oh, what could have caused them to do that? Why did they do that? And there are many thought process and many opinions that are formed. But what is likely to trigger someone to complete suicide? You know, there are several things, Marja Elaine, who, that can trigger suicide. Sometimes death and loss. Death of loved ones could drive somebody to want to take his or her own life. Sometimes just loss of status, loss of possession could drive somebody to say, you know what, I can't live uh, this kind of way. It could be loss of relationship, as in broken um, love affair. And especially where 
people have become sexually involved, and especially with teenagers, when they become sexually involved and the relationship breaks up, the trauma that they go through is similar to what adults go through during the divorce proceedings, and their emotional state is not developed and ready um, for that. Sometimes people suffer from guilt, just have done wrongs and are hiding, and, and, and the, the wrongs that they have done is hidden and they become so overwhelmed and it drives them to be hostile. Sometimes there's molestation of our children, molestation at home. And sometimes we protect our children from the wolves outside and the wolves from within uh, molest our children. Sometimes unplanned pregnancy. There's also the time, the occasion, when somebody decides, you know what, I have been hurt I can't get back on the person who has hurt me. So I want to hurt myself and the person is supposed to feel responsible. There are also those times when uh, suicide is triggered by physical illness. There's also the occasion when people desire to be reunited with their, with their loved ones associated with death we talked about earlier. And sometimes it's an expression of love. I love her so much if she... If I don't get her, nobody else is going to get her. And we have seen that kind of perverted love, even in our Jamaican setting, as we seek to just do life in the setting. So a long answer to a short question. Triggers can be many. And you know what? Majority of those who complete suicide are people who, are, who suffer from mental illness. But that is not often diagnosed. And so mental illness is really a trigger. And the pandemic has really impacted our lives in so many ways. There are many more mental illnesses um, happening, mental health concerns, and we really need help. So many triggers for this one thing, suicide. Now, what are the signs that persons should look for to determine if someone around them is suicidal? You know, the signs are also many. And I want to urge our listeners to be able to become sensitive to these. One, listen. What is the person saying? Yeah. And I want to say, use your ears. What are they saying? They may be saying things like, I would rather not be, be here. Or if this relationship ever breaks up, I'm going to kill myself. That's a warning sign. Or if I don't get through with this job, I'm going to kill myself. Or if I don't get over this illness, I'm going to kill myself. What are they saying? So use your ears. Then I want to say to you, use your eyes. What are you seeing? Sometimes there's deterioration in their care, in their body care. They have lost drive. They are uh, not motivated enough. And we want to be able to to help them to be able to work through those difficulties. So look at them. What are you seeing as you look at them? And may I say, Marja, Elaine, that sometimes we have to use our nose because sometimes the deterioration in self-care also ends up with body odor. And the person who is depressed sometimes not even realize what, what's going on there. So there are, those are some of the factors that, that, that really... So those are some of the warning signs. So we also need to notice if there are if there are drastic changes in moods and behavior. Are the people involved in risk-taking activities? 
and is their isolation and feeling alone. And the pandemic again drove us to lockdown. And are they cutting? Um, there is, uh, the cutting can be an indication that the person is at risk to suicide. Yeah. But sometimes teenagers cut and they don't intend to kill themselves. But the hurt that they are experiencing is so much that they want to distract themselves from the emotional pain that they cut themselves. And also this may, this embarrassment of cutting, this feeling of guilt could drive them to want to hurt themselves. And um, over time, non-suicide self-injury could become suicidal. Um, exposure to bullying behavior could be one of those things um, that trigger somebody to want to take his or her life. Again, many things, many warning signs, the hopelessness, the aggression uh, are things that we should be aware of. And if you ever notice somebody that uh, all of a sudden decides that, that she wants to get her a weapon or she's going to buy a rope, um, we want to separate the individual from the means of death and um, and herself. So we want to get it away, okay? Many warning signs there. And I hear you, Doc. We should use the senses, listen, look, even smell what is different about the person that are around us. And you, you have alluded to the pandemic just heightening the level of stress and isolation that persons have experienced that have even driven them to the point of contemplating suicide. I know for a lot of persons, the cost of living, um, loss of job has really been difficult for persons to cope with. As persons listen this morning, what would you say to them, anyone who is experiencing difficulty in coping in this season? Well, we want to say to you, reach out and get some help. There are people there who love you and care about you. I want to encourage you to call for help from your churches, your church leaders, from your Sunday school teacher, from your parents. Just know that help is available. Also, I want you to call the 24-hour helpline being operated by the Ministry of Health, 888-639-5400. Three, three. Talk to somebody and be determined that you are not going to obey that voice. We want to help you to be able to work through the hurts and the pain. For those of you who want a quick tip as to how to assess risk to suicide, I love to give the pin scale, Marjorie. And the pin scale is really the plan. The more detailed the plan, the closer the person is to the suicide act. The I is the intensity of the method. The more drastic the method, the more likely the person. So the person who, uh, who uh, decides to use a rope is more likely to complete suicide than the person who says, I'm going to take overdose because they can get help. They can even take an overdose and call for help as the young lady did calling out to my wife um, for help. She said, and defeat, and defeat, I just took an overdose and I changed my mind about killing myself. So if they use a gun or a rope, it's like unlikely that they'll call for help. And then the end is the nearness of the method. Those are the person already have the means of death. Again, we want to separate the person from the means of death. And guess what? 
we can jump into somebody's space, into somebody's world, and help to provide the support they need to be able to get through the issue. Suicidal uh, thoughts do not last forever. They will either get help and change their minds or they'll complete suicide. And by the way, you notice I'm not saying successful suicide. There's no I noticed suicide. there's no success in that. <laughs> yeah. So we talk about completed um suicide. Completed suicide. So that's the pin scale, the plan, the intensity of the method, the nearness of the method, and the S, the support system. So let's do our own assessment and get help and get help and family members and friends can provide the necessary support to get help. My guest today is Dr. Donovan Thomas, founder and president of Choose Life International and national representative of the International Association of Suicide Prevention. We have been discussing suicide prevention. Let's save another life. Listeners, we want you to choose life. You are made on purpose for a purpose. God has you here for a purpose and he would love for you to be around to fulfill that purpose. There is an organization that is around to help support persons in fulfilling, fulfilling purpose and choosing life. It's Choose Life International. Dr. Thomas, you are the founder and president. I'd love for you to share what inspired you to start this organization. Thanks for asking that question. And I could take the length of the whole program to talk about that. <laughs> I was actually serving with another organization as the national director. And during my sojourn there, I discovered that there were so many people who were hurting. And so, and we were dealing with issues of suicide. And uh, I realized that people all over needed help. I, I was actually, actually doing a study program too, and I realized that there were so many Jamaicans who were hurting and that there were students who were hurting. I was involved with the youth organization, Youth for Christ, and congratulations to Youth for Christ and 75 years of ministry. Wow, I realized congrats. That, yeah, one in four of the teenagers I interviewed then indicated that they seriously thought about taking their own life, lives, their own life. As a youth worker and as a Christian youth worker, I said we should get help. And I set it on a path. I wrote a paper on Jamaican teenagers the church is Jamaican teenagers at risk, the church's response and um, how to respond to, to teen suicide. Then we did another paper on my doctoral dissertation is confronting suicidal propensity among Jamaican teenagers. And we've been doing that for the last 25 years of just helping people choose life uh, following my doctoral uh, work. So it is seeing the need understanding the times and trying to find answers. Like the children of Issachar, understanding the times and knowing what we ought to do. Seeing the need and doing something about it, creating impact. Now, Dr. Thomas, you have an upcoming seminar, which you have been doing for years through Choose Life International. How can persons access this upcoming seminar? Tell us the theme and how persons can access it. Yes, we are on Moment of Hope. And the theme for this year's conference, as it was last year, as established by the International Association of Suicide Prevention, is creating hope through action. And we have added a sub-theme, Let's Save Another Life. So it's a one-day seminar 
It is primarily online. Um, yeah, we'll have a few studio audience, so to speak, a few persons, but we are reaching out to people around the world. It is on September 9th. We start at 9 a.m. Jamaican time and go right through until 3 uh, p.m. We are going to be dealing with all kinds of topics and we have outstanding presenters like um, Dr. Erica Lam, clinical psychologist, trauma specialist uh, from the Alex Panton Foundation in the Cayman Islands. We have Dr. Parnell Bell, um, regional clinical psychologist in the Ministry of Health and Wellness. We have Dr. George Leverage, consultant psychiatrist and clinical director at the Jamaica Constabulary Force. And then we have Dr. Winston Delahaye, consultant psychiatrist um, and senior lecturer in the ministry in, in psychiatry at UE. Then we have two lawyers who are going to be talking about legal and ethical uh, issues in suicide prevention. Mrs. Jacqueline Samuels-Brown and Ms. Marjorie Shaw. And my wife and I will also be among those who will present and we'll be talking about managing the impact of completed suicide. Marjorie, it is so painful to see the hurt that people go through after they have lost loved ones. So we want to help our clinicians, our medical doctors, our police officers, our family members, guidance counselors to help people who have suffered the loss of loved ones to suicide. There are some interesting topics like Homicide and suicide, what's the relationship? Marjorie, do you believe that it is very likely that many of those murders in, in Jamaica could really be more uh, aptly described as suicide because of the hopelessness, the helplessness, and the powerlessness? People sometimes have given up on, on hope, on life, and they have involved in activities that lead to death and sometimes they are killed in that kind of way but they, they were suicidal from earlier trauma and suicidality in adolescence managing the impact of of suicide we mentioned already the, the epidemic within the pandemic um non-suicidal self-injury and uh, um, especially focused among adolescents non-suicide self-injury among adolescents we want to encourage people to go to the website uh, you can go to the Choose Life International website at www.chooselifeintl.org and register there. Or you can go to the spuropen.com slash CLIWSPD seminar. Spuropen.com slash CLIWSPD seminar and register. We're asking for a contribution of $4,000 um jamaican dollars and 35 us per person and there's a discount for groups we're looking for students we're looking for hr professionals we're looking for guidance counselors a hey, doctors nurses psychologists get credit for continuing education and we want to be able to just empower people at all spheres of life to be able to get the help you know there are some persons marjorie who have helped us to be able to just do this and Jamaica Broilers Group uh, of companies has helped us now for the last three years. And we wanted to shout out um, to them. Unicoma is on board. IDB 
is on board and international IFS, International Financial Services, on board. And we say um, we appreciate it um, so much. Those persons who choose to endorse and 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 support, and we are grateful to the Missionary Church organization. Who are, we are sure will have several pieces, persons there. Their youth leaders, their pastors, their Sunday school teachers, their deacons, the people in the in the in the, in the, in the um, leadership at various level levels will be there. And shout out to um, your chairman, Reverend um, Jacob McLean at this time, and um, to his family. Special shout out, God bless. Thank you, there you have it. Creating hope through action. That seminar will be on Friday, September 9th. So do go to Choose Life International website where you can get further details on how to register. Now, Dr. Thomas, we could talk about so many other things, but we have to close. And so as we close, for those who are listening earlier, you shared what is suicide, the signs to look out for, and just how we can help to support others. I'd love for you to share as we close a message of hope, you know, for anyone who may be overwhelmed. And as they listen, they may be contemplating suicide. I share a story. Young lady shared on one of our forums recently that many years ago, she was suicidal. Today, she is an associate counseling psychologist and she's helping people who are suicidal. I want to say to you that pain has purpose and the pain that you're dealing with today could provide a platform for purpose the misery that you're going through could be that which propels you to be able to provide ministry for hurting people. Guess what? God does not waste lives. He does not waste uh, pain. So that which you're going through has a purpose and we encourage you to get the help. Call Choose Life International. Talk to your pastor and our cell number, my cell number, 869-3403 with area code 876. Reach out to somebody and get some help. And Marja, we stand ready to be of support to all our listeners who want to get help. So get the help you need, empower yourself, save another life. Get the help you need, empower yourselves and those around. We can be our brother's keepers. Suicide is preventable. We all can play a role in helping to save another life. Dr. Thomas, thank you so much for sharing with us this week. And I do hope that you will have all the success that you want with the seminar as persons come to be empowered on how they can learn about suicide and help others around them. I'll ask you to close in prayer. Thanks again. Lord, I just pray for people right now who are listening to this program. I pray, Lord, that in the midst of their hearts and pain, that they will get the help they need, that they'll take the initiative to reach out to somebody, that they will survive this difficult time and be empowered to help others. Pray over the Missionary Church of Jamaica. Continue to raise up this organization to fulfill the purpose. May your blessings be upon this rare folk program and our host, our sister Francis. Continue to bless as only you can. 
as we say thanks. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen.